Welcome to this week's episode of the Grief with Grace for Grieving Moms podcast. In today's episode, I am going to riff a bit about karma. I'm going to clear up some misconceptions and talk about some of the myths of karma and explain a little bit about what karma really is, because it is an extremely misunderstood concept. But before I dive into that topic, I wanted to ask if you've had a chance to watch the replay of my recent masterclass yet or not. If you haven't, be sure you watch it this week. I've been receiving emails and messages from some of you sharing some of the amazing shifts that you experienced during the meditation that I took you through. There's still time to register for my upcoming five-week Transmuting Emotions virtual journey. And this is a journey that will really help you shift and transmute some of the Um, you know, the lower level emotions of grief on an energetic level that you will not find in books or other courses. And we start in less than a week. If you're listening to this in real time, we start on October 12th of 2020. So be sure that you watch the masterclass if you haven't and that you sign up for the five-week virtual journey this week. And I will put a link to sign up in the show notes. All right, now let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So I want to talk today about karma. We've all heard and said, you know, the typical platitudes about karma. You know, what goes around comes around. Or karma's a, I won't say the word, but it rhymes with witch because I don't want to have to mark this um, as having explicit content in it. But karma really is at its simplest. It is all about paying now for things that we did in the distant past, even lifetimes ago. Now, the truth is that the distant past doesn't necessarily mean that long ago. In time, there might only be a slight delay. And when I say time, I mean time as we see it from our human selves, right? One of the seven laws of the universe is the law of gestation. And Bob Proctor summed it up really nicely when he said that every process needs to go through a period of time during which it is conceptualized and actualized. So karma is really about how the energy of the choice we make is reflected in the energy of the consequence. And so I have said before um, to my clients, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast or not, but karma is really the consequence of our actions. So karma really isn't good or bad. It just is. It's neutral. You make a choice, there's going to be a consequence. Okay. If you choose to drink caffeine at eight o'clock at night, The consequence might be, if you are um, sensitive to caffeine, that you don't sleep well that night, okay? Likewise, if 
you drink a cup of coffee in the morning, it might give you more energy for the day. So again, you make the choice to drink it in the morning. The consequence might be that you have more energy throughout the day, or at least through the morning. And so that example, both of those examples really show what I'm talking about when I talk about the concept of time. The gap in time from your choice to the consequence can be very small. It doesn't have to be large. That can be a really good thing because what it does is it gives us the opportunity to course correct. So if we make a choice and we don't see the result or get the response that we had hoped for, we can course correct. We can make a different choice. Or if we made a choice that doesn't have the consequence that we intended or the result that we had hoped for, we can undo the choice. We can apologize. We can fix it. I mean, there's a whole, whole host of other choices we can make, but this goes on all day, every day of our lives. And the thing is, is that death does not wipe away past life karma. We bring all of our past life karma. So all of our past life choices and the consequences of those choices come with us into all of our subsequent lifetimes. It's really the energy that we carry forward from choices we made in previous lifetimes, as well as choices we made in this current lifetime. And so the energy is what we keep being attracted to or attracting. As I've said before in other podcasts and in my masterclass, we are energetic beings. And so we vibrate at different frequencies, at different levels, depending on our energetic state. And so we are, it's the energy that we keep being attracted to or attracting because like energy attracts like energy. So I'll give you an example. Um, I see, and and I know this from my own life as well, because I had to take a long, hard look at my life after my last divorce, but we keep engaging in the same relationship dynamics, the same energetics of a relationship, just with a different person. And it's because we're attracting similar energy in the relationship through a different person. And so the pattern starts in a past life, but it continues on in this life. And we continue this through the choices that we make. Now, we don't do this um, on purpose or consciously. It's totally subconscious. But it's also how we stay in our comfort zone. Because here's the thing. We have the power to change all of this through choice. But it's often easier to stay in our comfort zone. And so while it all may have started in a past life, we continue it through current present life choices. And we can change this by making different choices now, one by one. And this can be small baby steps. It doesn't have to be anything huge. Um, I'll give you a quick example. If you don't, Um, if you don't like the weight that you're at, well, instead of eating a bowl of cereal in the morning for breakfast or pancakes with syrup, make a smoothie, have a green juice, you know, something that small can 
begin making big shifts for you. Um, I love the saying that small hinges swing big doors, and it's true. It's the little things. So what does this all have to do with grief? Well, in talking with a lot of my clients and a lot of the women in my Facebook group, a lot of moms get stuck in their grief. And it's because they get stuck in the lower level energies of grief, the lower level emotions of grief, that becomes their comfort zone. It becomes normal to them. It's hard to pull ourselves out of that. And the karmic energy from past lives that we carry with us can cause us to continue to make choices that keep us in those lower level energies and emotions. But the thing is, is that it doesn't have to take long to pull ourselves out of it. We just have to make new choices. The, the first thing, though, is that we have to be aware of our patterns and our habits. When we do this, we can't be judgmental or critical of ourselves. It's just an observer thing. It's a, it's a noticing. It's a witnessing. So be a witness, an observer. Don't be a judge and a jury and heaven forbid, don't be your own executioner, but just observe the energy of your choices in your life. Um, you know, when you, when you choose to eat something or do something, does it increase your energy or does it leave you where you were or does it decrease your energy? Those are some simple ways to begin looking at all of this and then be curious just be curious about things. When you make a choice, make conscious choices. And then be curious about the consequences, the results of those choices. See, I didn't consciously realize that this is what I was doing back in 2008 and 2009 when I started on my personal discovery and personal um, and spiritual path, but that's exactly what it was. I realized after my divorce in 2008 that I was the common denominator. And so I had to look at myself, take a really hard look at my life and realize, well, and and pay attention to and become aware of the choices that I had made and start exploring why I had made those choices. And again, this was not an easy thing to do, but it was extremely enlightening and eye-opening. And I will tell you too, whatever energy that you're carrying and experiencing it doesn't make you bad or wrong or anything like that. I had to set myself in the witness and observer position to be able to take that critical look at my life so that I didn't make myself bad or wrong or judge myself or criticize myself. I just got really, really curious about all of it. And then I started like witnessing and observing other people, again, not from a judgmental space, but from a space of curiosity, like, I wonder what caused that person to make that choice. What life experiences, and at the time I was only looking at it from the vantage point of this current life, not past lives, but what experience or experiences in their life could have brought them to make this choice. Then I started studying the afterlife and I started studying past lives and all of that. And I realized that it wasn't just choices they may have made in this life. It's these karmic patterns that we bring with us from previous lives. So, you know, 
I may have made a choice to engage in a certain type of relationship four or 44 past lives ago, and the energetics of that are being played out in this life until I shift them, until I go in and I do the work to shift them so that I don't make those same choices again, so that I break the pattern, I break the habit. And I will say that everyone has their own their own flavor or their own expression of of whatever energy and energetics they're carrying with them. So again, no judgment of ourselves or anyone else when you start doing this work. But being able to recognize all of this moves us out of victimhood. And there's it's so easy to fall into victim energy when we have a child in heaven. I totally understand that because I have I found myself slipping into that more than once in the first year. It didn't feel good to me. I didn't like it. Um, and so I, I was able to shift myself out of it. But being able to recognize it is what gave me the ability to then shift out of it instead of getting sucked in by it. Um, you also don't need to try to understand the reasons why you're making certain choices. You just want to look at the choices that you're making and the consequences of those choices. Trying to understand why can lead us into judging ourselves or being critical of ourselves. I also found that when we try to rationalize or connect the dots, that's often our ego the left brain part of us trying to make sense of things. And having worked in the legal field most of my life, that's my go-to. That's my safe space, right? I want to understand from that mental space why I made choices I made. When I'm able to step away from that, that's when I'm able to go into my healing. Because it's our ego's job to justify our choices and to make us and our choices Um, quote, right. Okay. What I love about looking at karma this way and about our choices and consequences this way is that it turns that, that platitude, which I don't like that everything happens for a reason. It totally turns it on its head. You can forget about that, right? You don't have to ask why you just need to notice your choices and the energy behind them. Again, be the witness, be the observer. What I will say is that with choice comes power. We have a lot of power when we consciously make our choices. If you're just making choices out of habit, out of routine, or from autopilot, you don't have any power in those. You've given your power away. When you consciously make choices, that's when you have power. And with that power comes responsibility. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is that we then have to take ownership of our choices. And we also have to take responsibility for the consequences of our choices. That can be a difficult pill to swallow. It can be a really harsh reality that a lot of us don't want to look at, let alone accept. I didn't want to. When I first started doing this work, It's easy to blame other people, blame your parents, blame your kids, blame your dog, blame your spouse, your ex-spouse, your 
your boss, you know, the person that cut you off in traffic, blame whoever and whatever, you know, the, the sun didn't come up today. It's raining, whatever, you know, we all come up with all kinds of excuses and I'm raising my hand in that, you know, everything that I share with you comes from my own experiences. So I am no better than any of you. I've just done so much work before Greg passed away that I had a foundation and was able to put a lot of things into context when I was able to shift those lower level emotions. I didn't do it by writing. Yeah, I did a lot of journaling the first year, but my journaling was more for the purposes of doing a brain dump to relieve some of the mental pressure and stress that I was putting myself through. And those, those thoughts and the, um, you know, all of that, all of the thoughts and emotions that swirl in your, in your mind, right? When I was able to release them on paper, then I could more objectively look at the energetics behind things and do my work on myself to shift myself out of those through the energetic process that I'm going to be taking women through in that five-week course that I'm offering that starts on October 12th. And I'll say that in my soul realignment work, in my Akashic Records work, I go back into their Akashic Records to previous lifetimes, as well as this lifetime, and I find the choices that they made that were out of alignment with who they are at soul level. I help them clear those patterns and those blocks and restrictions that were the consequence of the choice they made that was out of alignment, and I help them clear those, those karmic blocks and restrictions that they've been carrying then it's up to them to choose to make a new choice, to make choices that take them out of their comfort zone. It's not comfortable. I'm working with a lady right now who is having major shifts because she's doing the work. It's not comfortable, but we keep having conversations that help her continue to recognize her habits, her routine, her automatic choices that she would have made in the past and make different choices. And they're small choices. They're not anything major, but they are leading to major shifts in her life. Again, there's no judgment in any of this. You don't clear these karmic blocks and restrictions by judging yourself. And this is not easy to do, but it is so worth it. So again, before I wrap up, I would love to have you join me in my upcoming course. I will help you shift and transmute one one emotion a week. And, you know, we'll go on a journey that will really shift your grief experience. I promise you that. This is going to help you release some of the karma that you are carrying with you. So the link will be in the show notes, but it's lorilatimer.co forward slash lpages forward slash transmuting dash emotions. All the details are on that page. And again, we start in less than a week on October 12th. If you're listening to this, um, the week that I release it, I made this affordable for everyone because I believe this is something that every mom who has a child in spirit needs to support her. If you have any questions about the program, if you need a payment plan, please email me at info at lorilatimer.com. All right. I think that's it for this week's episode. I hope that, I hope you found a new way to look at karma through this conversation. I'll be talking about it more in upcoming episodes, but if you take one thing away from this episode, it's that karma is the consequence of our choices.
and our choices are our actions. So karma is the consequence of our actions. And I will see you next week for another episode of Grief with Grace for Grieving Moms. Sending you much love. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Grief with Grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.